Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. She paid me. What I say? <laughs> So they can throw around words like premeditated. Oh, um, <laughs> they can try with premeditated, but once they know me, they'll know nothing is premeditated. <laughs> it is all off the cuff. A fair point, indeed. <laughs> well, uh, well, are we at time? Look I at these so. lovely people. Uh, right about. How <laughs> delightful. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Did everybody get coffee? <laughs> The juice of life. <laughs> you Caffeine know, infusions. All the heretics drink coffee. Breakfast tea. No, people who want to be awake for a con at 10.30 drink coffee. <laughs> Some of us just mainline tea. I don't know what yes. you're talking about. <laughs> I am delighted you had your tea, madam. Oh my gosh. I'd be stand with some tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> is that a sombrero fascinator? Yes, it is. Nice. That is awesome. Could I love you more? Maybe. But in this moment, it would be hard to get past my level of admiration for your chapeau. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yay. You're welcome. Should we introduce ourselves? We should. I think I think the gentleman at the end with the large um, head in front of him head. is a good starting point. I am John Floyd, aka the Gentleman Robot. It's my wife Sabrina, aka Pepper, and we are here to represent not only Wachuca Mountain Steampunk way to the southeast in the Sierra Vista, Arizona area, as well as we work with the lady at the other end on the TSS. Tucson Steampunk Society. Yes. And the Foundry, too. And the Foundry. foundry. You're triple agents. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Russians the don't even know what to do with you now. <laughs> nice. And we work at the Wild West Con, too. Yes. Hey, I've heard of that. <laughs> yes, segue. Yeah. Hi. Okay. So I am Jason Drotman, and I am the co-founder of the Arizona Steampunk Society, which is mostly Phoenix, but it sounds better if we say Arizona. Um, and uh, we have had that for many years now. And uh, we also, uh, I'm the co-owner of the Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention, which takes place in Tucson, Arizona. Yay! Yes. So, and my uh, one of my personalities is Doctor Bond. Sorry. Wonderful jacket. Oh, la grande fromage. The grand fromage, because yes. I am cheesy, and cheese is delicious. And you are the big cheese. Yes. He is a grand fromage. It is wonderful. <laughs> he is pretty. He cheesy. cannot turn down cheese. I am deeply cheesy. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> That's going on a badge for you, sir. Yeah, it should probably. But I'm sure. I'm Dina Johnson. I am here representing the Arizona Steampunk Society, and I also am the volunteer manager for the Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention. Self- selfish plug, volunteer. Woo-hoo, March. Yes. <laughs> Volunteer. It's a good time. Yes. Oh me. Yes, you. Hello. I'm <laughs> glad to see you. Is there anyone here who hasn't met me yet this weekend? My heavens. Oh. For real, oh. Joe. Well, we've fixed that now, haven't we? <laughs> like I was trying to just basically be in these two rooms nonstop for the last three days. So I'm Literally. sorry. 
We did not have the opportunity to become acquainted. You didn't make your bed in the back room, just so you know. Oh, it's more like a hamster wheel where like tea drips down and I just keep chugging along and hoping for that big biscuit in the sky. Do you know how much I want to make you one of those big water bottles with a ball and some tea in it? Do you know how much I'd love you if you did that? <laughs> so, um... I uh, am one of the people who runs the Tucson Steampunk Society. I'm the president. We have a board, but president sounds really like not very steampunk, so I go by helmswoman. They let me take the helm, but to other people navigate because I have no sense of direction. <laughs> That's absolutely true. So we have, um, we have a board of... Because she drinks too much tea. You know what, though? <laughs> the tea helps. The jitters kind of like help me move into a better location slowly, a jitter at a time. She um, still doesn't know where she is, but she's happy she's there. I'm right, right. As true. long as she's standing there, there she is. But no, we ha no. As far as I'm concerned, north is wherever my nose is pointing. So right now I'm pointing north, right? Of course. Sure. All right, good. Seems plausible. Make sure you humor her, because it gets ugly. Right. So, um, but we have a board of what? Uh, five, six of us? Seven? Seven. Seven. We have a board of seven, seven mighty, crazed people who like to throw events every month in Tucson. Oh, more than one. Oh, like, <laughs> that's why I said events, plural. All right. <laughs> And um, I, I'm Madame Askew, as well as being Madame Askew, helmswoman. I do tea dueling, teapot racing. I work for Wild West Con as the tea department's tyrant in chief. Yes. I, was it, are we tea mistress, I believe. Tea no, mistress bad. of tea. Mistress I'm of tea, yes. Mistress of tea, executor of time and tea, and tyrant of the TSS. Those are my titles. Yes. Well, that's splendid. <laughs> that's very oh, heavy. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, right. So, I mean, we're all friendly with each other, though. I mean, this you're quadruple agents. You like work with all of the groups. We all work together to like, you know, make steampunk a vibrant and happening thing in Arizona. Well, and these, these two wonderful humans also run the art and science exhibit at the Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention. It's true. So, extra credit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. no. But there's the fourth one. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Is that the fourth one or the that fifth the one? Fourth. It might be. Fourth. <laughs> Agents of art, perhaps. We yeah. could be mm. sneaking back east or something and you don't know about it. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for them to kidnap you back east, honestly. Mm. We are, too. No, I mean, I'll put a word in. If they ever kidnap me, they haven't. But if they do, I'll be like, no, bring my friends, too. You should kidnap all of us. They don't really have to kidnap you, though. They just have some delicious teas. And they're right? like, Look, there's tea this way. You should come they're this like, way. like, hey, we're going to buy this for you. We can kidnap you north where it's a bit cooler. Oh, that would be great. Now, where are you, sir? Are you Flagstaff. Ah. Delightful. Oh. I've, I've been to that charming... Village of Flagstaff. And we, we have a, a Flagstaff cosplay network oh, and, and there's a steampunk section for Flagstaff cosplay. Nice. Excellent. Fantastic. Because Flagstaff okay. lends itself so well to steampunk. It's really mm -hmm. like you're not going to die in the heat. Right, you can <laughs> wear more than one layer. Right, right. In the summer. It, in the summer. Yes. And there's like, you know, mountains and things where you can adventure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And not just like safari all the time. True. Which is what we have to do in the southern part of the state. And in, in Flagstaff, I can avoid walking into cactus. What? Yes. yes. You have a cactus. Yeah, well. Oh, say. you're still going to find I'll cactus. still walk into cactus. He is okay. our example of why you look behind you before you walk backwards. So if you're giving people. a tour of a location in the <laughs> desert, it turns out no matter how high your boots are, walking backwards and going, everyone come this way and not paying attention to, say, 
a six foot tall jumping choya. You know, it's supposed to be only tourists who do that, sir. Well, I was the tour director, so I was the <laughs> tourist for the moment. To make it yeah. worse, he's a Lead native. by example. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's a native. Lead by bad example. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> Things not to do. Picture, picture, picture. Yeah. Right. So um, where is everyone from? We have Flagstaff. We have Phoenix. We have Sierra Vista, Hereford. Uh, Peach, Tucson. Tucson. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Tucson. So. Shola. Shola. What about, do we, do we have a Prescott? <coughs> no Prescott. Do we have anyone from outside of Arizona? Uh, no? No. Ah, welcome. Yes. Very good. And Kel, I'm sorry, uh, English. What part of California? I was about to speak French to you. I don't know why. <laughs> I literally have no idea why I was about to question you in French. So, what part of California? The Bay Area. The Bay Area. Right. Have you participated with the steampunks there? No. Oh wow. my heavens! They do a convention that's extraordinary called Clockwork Alchemy mm -hmm. in San Jose. And they're very, very avid extremely active people that hugely into building huge things that actually work they keep taunting me with their tea machine i'm not joking <laughs> it's taunts at this point <laughs> <laughs> but there so you have people in the bay area should you wish to find them and gaslight down in san diego and yeah gaslight gaslight's fun you know, Gaslight <laughs> Gathering. Gaslight is my second favorite convention after, you know, Wild West. Wild West Con. Well, yeah, good, good answer. Good answer. Well, I mean, you know, like, they, they found me at Wild West Con and they kidnapped me from your convention. Well, good, we allow that, yeah. So I have to, like, remember as my. As long loyalties. as it's not at the same time. Right, yeah, as long no. as she's. You know, I get her right. for that, you know, she yeah, can right. borrow her. No. Yeah, sure. I haven't found cloning technology yet. Anywhere else? Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Ooh, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Sir, <laughs> you escaped. It's so hot in Bakersfield. It doesn't matter when I'm there. It's hot there. So. I like Phoenix. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? A cold void. Yes, it's Well, I wasn't going to say that. Oh. I was going to leave that for the Baker's Fieldian. <coughs> so, but what do we all do? I mean, like, we have a convention. We you do. do yes. In March. Well, That's a big push. All of us do the convention. Really. We, yeah, but, yeah, but you, you like, you have it. It's your, ba it's your baby. <laughs> I, I hatch it. You <laughs> and Diane are the hosts. Yeah. And we're merely your minions with yes. some powers of persuasion. Hello. That's hey. true. Speaking of people inv involved. Yes, right here. It's March. March 2nd through 5th. It's on my calendar. Hello. <laughs> and this, this right here, this is Diana Given. Hi, you guys. I am so sorry I wasn't here sooner. How are you doing? She's the other one that hatched it with Jason. I'm sorry, you have to, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that in German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to introduce yourself. Yes. Hi, I'm Diana Given. Uh, Jason and I uh, co-founded the Arizona Steampunk Society, and then uh, we also started uh, Walla West Steampunk Convention. And uh, yeah, is Good there time. more I should say? No, actually, we've been talking about you fondly. Oh, and how you see, they're lying, Jason right? hatched the Wild Wild West Con, and we're all your minions. <laughs> <laughs> but we also run other groups, so. No, these yeah, people are amazing. They all do crazy amounts of work. Yes, it's true. And we like it, apparently. We're workaholics. Yes. Now, is it masochist? Is that the word? Uh, it is yes, masochist. it's yeah. the right word. Yeah, that's Turkish for workaholic, masochist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would probably be masochist if you want to, like, add some actual Turkish. Did you say masochist there. cheese? I don't know. Uh, he just heard cheese. He, that's that's a cheese problem. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. good, good. <laughs> It was close enough to sound like cheese. So what do we do in our groups? Right? Sabrina and John, I think the first time I met you, no, actually the second time I met you, because the first time was at Tucson Comic Con, 
and we bonded basically over the fact that John and I have red hair and you're awesome. That was like how we met. We were like, oh, you're gingers and you're awesome. Let's hang out. But then I met you at an event that you threw in Bisbee, right? Yes. Yes. We, um, the Wachukamon Steampunk Society was a group of six people at the time, friends that had actually um, come to Phoenix Comic Con 2010 and we walked in the door and saw this couple and went, what is this? And then we went home and uh, John works with three of the other members and we all got together and started talking, started looking up this thing called steampunk that looked very cool and right up our alley. And then next thing you know, we are forming a group and we're throwing the ether ore affair, lavender and lace ball down in Bisbee with a very nice gentleman, Rob Page, who owns um, a couple of restaurants down in Bisbee. And he had the convention center and let us use his basement, which was really cool. It was super <laughs> cool. Yeah. And so we put on this event. And then next thing you know, I mean, we thought maybe a couple of people from Sierra Vista, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe some people from Tombstone, you know, certainly some people from Bisbee. And then here comes the Tucson Steampunk Society. We're like a plague of locusts. <laughs> like locusts. The locusts. But we bring gears wherever we go. <laughs> and they're very shiny. For those of you that have never been to Bisbee, if you want to go to see a late 1800, early 1900 type town and what it looked like during that time period, by all means, go down there. And um, it was a huge, uh, huge town that had, went, at one time, I believe in the early 1900, 1901, it had more people living there um, since, it, more than San Francisco did at the time. So, but it's a beautiful town, lots say? of, uh, lots yeah. of stuff for, uh, for steampunkers. So, yes, definitely. Awesome little and we'll actually be um, back there with the Tucson Steampunk Society. We're doing an event in August. Yes, we're doing a whole weekend invasion, August 20th and 21st. So now if you're like in, let's say, Flagstaff, and we're like, no, no, come down for a one-hour event. It's totally worth the, like, bajillion-hour drive you have to make. We're making this one worthwhile for people to come and hang out for a weekend in, like, kind of a steampunk town. And, I mean, it's got all of the wonderful Victorian buildings. And, I mean, it also has hills and stairs everywhere. Yes. Lots of stairs. Lots of stairs. So you should couple, guys. bring your passion for stair climbing. <laughs> Let's put it this way. They do a marathon there every year called Thousand Stair Climb. Thousand Stair Climb. Do they have a, a nice close RV park? They do have one on the do hill. Do they have a nice close RV park, yep. sir? It's one of the sequels that's built in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what we like about Wild West Town, the RV park right next door. Yep. Yeah. They do have one up on the hill, and they have a few yeah, others in the surrounding area that is a short drive from there. So. Yeah, yeah so there, there are RV parks, there are hotels. We will be opening a room block at um, the Oliver House, which is a historical hotel. And, and then, you know, there are some other, it's haunted, if you like that sort of thing. It is one of the haunted ones. Yes. Are they all haunted? In I think so. I would imagine. I think there's just so many Probably. people that were living there oh. that had some issues and, and oh. stayed around, decided to stay around in the town. So so it's, it's not like a convention. It's more like we're sh we've warned the town we're showing up like a posse <laughs> of outlaw steampunks. We're like, we're coming. Taking it Prepare. with it. We're coming for your tea. If you don't <laughs> give us tea, we don't know what will happen. So, but that's in August, and then we have a bunch of things during the summer as well, but we're very excited to go back to Bisbee. Mm -hmm. Wiggins, Arizona's growing national train game on the 22nd of this month. Of this month? Funded. And they have a steampunk cafe there that asks for any Nice. If you can get us that information, we'll okay. definitely yeah. put it out to the members. Ooh, nice. Uh -huh. nice. That sounds steamy. Yes. And, and by the by, 
You know how people give us guff about our goggles sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yes, that'd be if perfect. If you're place. actually on a steam train of any variety, doesn't matter what you're wearing, you should have goggles. Because anyway. the, the coal yeah, dust and the ventilator. Uh, embers will actually get in your eyes. Well, I wasn't planning on being the engineer for it. No, it doesn't matter. Really? I was on a steam train in um, uh, Durango, Colorado. I showed up in steampunk garb, which I, my family really loves. They were, they were so delighted. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Either that they have fantastic coping mechanisms. Were you doing the askew voice the entire time? Um, you know, only Maybe. for the people who thought I worked for the train station. <laughs> <laughs> for my family, I tried to tone it down a little bit because they were already like trying to figure out how I'd flown with a bustle. <laughs> But yeah, no, like I was the only comfortable person. I was in full Victorian regalia, and everybody else was like, I'm blind! It's <laughs> so cold! I'm like, <laughs> I've got goggles! <laughs> I, I laughed menacingly a few times. Yeah, so, but it's really fun. Yeah. I, I love telling the story of the, the first Wild West Con. Before it, we went down to Old Tucson, which is an old, you know, very, very nice film set that's. All dirt streets, dirt everywhere, and beautiful buildings. And we're walking down this this basically empty street with all the employees around, and like there's like twelve of us walking down the street, and the wind picks up, and it starts rolling, and the dust lifts off the street, and starts shooting down the street at everybody, and all of the employees start scattering and running, and all the steampunks go, huh. <laughs> on with the goggles and we proceeded down the street and they're like oh that's why you have the goggles that's wonderful <laughs> like it's Arizona yeah dirt <laughs> not being blind being blind makes it harder to make things like yes. tea yeah. well in time travel you know you don't want your eyeballs to blow out yes. right. oh, time okay. traveling that would make for, for terrible me, photos yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was planning on just staying here today and not time traveling. Obviously, it's nice late. Well, once you go home, though. well, you have the switch set to off right now. Yeah. I do. I, I can turn it on. Oh, okay. Oh, there we are. Illuminate. Yeah, I have a couple of glowy items today, but it's kind of bright in here, so. But well, I can see you glow from yes. here, darling. It's just the Even inner before thing. Before you turn it on, really. Yeah. Uh, radiant. That's what Where's it is. Oh, yeah. Radiating something, right? Your future's so bright. Yes. <laughs> so you, but you all um, in Ari- in Phoenix, the Arizona Steampunk Society. When we got started in Tucson, I remember I made like a pilgrimage yes. to you. Yeah. I came up to one of your events and I said, "Help me, Obi Wan." Yeah, I remember. Well, there was a, a, t- a Tucson Steampunk Society before that for a while that was active, and then it kind of had dwindled and uh yeah and then that's when we, we met jocelyn and we're like oh yeah let's let's do this let's totally jocelyn, have these yeah. two groups that work together this will be fun it has been good too yes yeah i think when i stepped into the breach there were three active members including me in yeah. tucson it's yeah. like look i just want to wear funny clothes don't need to be in charge <laughs> but i'll do it right <laughs> you kind of had to yeah <laughs> it was necessary yeah it, it happens necessary. But the, the Phoenix group, the, our, our group, the Arizona Steampunk Society, we have um, somewhere around 2,000 members now on our oh. Facebook page. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, to, to answer the question of what we do, uh, we have monthly dinners. Um, we have educational um, things where we get together and learn how to do rub and buff or learn how to use foam or how to apply gears in an appropriate way or many, many other things that people are interested in. Yeah. And we, really, we meet up also like uh, conventions and things like this, like we'll get together and meet up. It's a great excuse to get together and get dressed up. Yes, always. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and many of your members are like principal volunteers for steampunk activities at conventions like this. Yeah, yes. and you know what, and not even not even just here. I mean, yeah, we have members that, that work for Wild WestCon, of course, but also come down and do uh, things like Tucson Comic Con and uh, work in like events with you guys. And I also know like uh, Jeff and his wife like travel to other states even, for example, but there's quite a few people that do that too. I'm they trying go to out and work in other conventions. a few of your people for TuscCon in November too. I'm like, oh. no, come work for me. I have work for you. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. I have George R. R. Martin. Don't you want to come work for me? Oh. I mean, I don't have him in my bustle like Tyrion, but... <laughs> 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 um, you know, 
I he knows know. about the Tyrion situation. <laughs> like that. But we, we see each other as, a, as a, just a big yeah, extended family. That's right. And she posted a picture of the costume she's the she's working on in the barracks there. She's with the Navy and she was a little reluctant to post it. She was so happy with all the different comments that she got. I saw that. Helping her improve it. Yeah, I saw that. She says she's putting an East Coast flair on it. I thought it was coming along rather brilliantly, considering the lack of resources she's dealing with. Yeah. She's going to be an airship pilot. That's And she's in the Navy, huh? Yes. <laughs> that works out very well, doesn't yeah, it? Yes. Um, so, yeah, but a lot, we do a lot of things on Facebook. We do a lot of organizing and chatting about projects across our groups. There's a lot of cross pollinization. <laughs> Um, and I think one of the things I love is that a hallmark of Arizona steampunks, regardless of the title of your group name or your airship or, you know, your special name for your sidearm, is that we're very friendly and supportive and we like to help each other. It, it really is. And I know um, many of us have traveled to other states and other steampunk conventions. And, you know, a steampunk uh, people in general, I think, are, are really kind of generally very creative and inclusive and supportive people. However, um, I have been to other states where there's a lot of uh, drama, <coughs> drama, a lot of drama. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's just the sun that we're just relaxed because it's kind of a flip-flop and T-shirt kind of state, right, or what. But it, it honestly... Whatever you think happens or doesn't happen here, it is so much more chill than back east. <laughs> oh, my heavens. This is a valid point, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're too busy making fun things and enjoying each other's company to be and, catty. And admiring least. other people's creations yes. to worry about drama. And trying to take over the world. Yes. Well, yeah. and that part. Is that Every night. People. You know, my dog. <laughs> After the panel, right? <laughs> Get back on that. Actually, I was traveling to a convention elsewhere, and some steampunks from elsewhere stopped me, and they were like, you know, I'm, this is sounding like bragging, and it is. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry kind of thing. Just bear with me. I'm just like PR for us. So they said, you know, Madame Askew, you Arizonans, what you're doing in Arizona, like, I look at you as like, where I wish we could be, because it's like, it's, it's Seattle and New York and Arizona for steampunk. And I'm like, when did that happen? When did Arizona become like steampunk destination? And I was like, oh wait, while well, Westcon's there, it's like, you know, pretty righteous convention. And then we're all like busy making things and taking over the world. So world domination, we're doing pretty Yeah, we're, well. we're on the way. Yeah, we're yeah. we're on there. the way. Yes. No, you know, and, and uh, we did want, you know, when we started Arizona Steampunk Society, our intent was we, we were running into steampunks all over the place, but there was no, like, cohesive place for people to get together. There just wasn't. And it was something that Jason and I were just really passionate about, steampunk, and just loved it so much and wanted people to have a, an opportunity to get together. And that was why we started Arizona Steampunk Society. And, you know, we grappled a lot with the different names and different ideas and how does this work. And in the end, um, really just made it so that people could have a way to talk to each other and support each other. And, yeah, uh, you know, I think that's worked out really well. And, and you know, she's kind of joking, but in a way she's really not because um, the last many years has been a lot of uh, steampunk conventions. And I bring those up because that's a great gathering place for steampunks. And um, they've, a lot of them have come and gone, actually. Yeah. And really, um, this is going to, this is crazy, but, but like, we're kind of number three right now. Mm -hmm. Like, really, like, in the nation. I mean, I want to say in the world, but, you know, I can't really speak for other countries. But uh, but for sure in the nation, you know, the biggest one is uh, New Jersey's World Steam Fair is the, the biggest one. Mm -hmm. And then the next biggest one that's been around a long time is, is TeslaCon. Mm -hmm. And honestly, uh, Wild WestCon is about the same size as TeslaCon. It actually is. And TeslaCon's amazing, but it's held in a hotel. So you have your hotel limitations, and Wild WestCon gets to be at Old Tucson Studios. Madison, Wisconsin. It's in November in yeah. Madison. Yes. Yeah, like middle. <laughs> it's actually Middleton. It's not even Madison. It's yeah, it, it's the yeah. opposite of here it's in that you, you need to wear layers exactly. or you might freeze. Yes, there was. There was. I have a great picture where we're like trying to walk from the hotel across, right? And it's like blizzardy snow. We actually right? got snowed on. I'm like, what? This is Arizona. 
Yeah, Michelle went with me, and Michelle had to show me how to, like, wrap the scarf. I'm from Arizona, okay? I've seen snow, like, five times. Yeah, so she's, like, teaching me how to wrap the scarf thing around my head and tuck it in everywhere so I don't dive, you know. We didn't get our, our the main hotel early enough, so we could stay at the hotel across the street. Yeah, and across the so street's not, like, actually day. across the street. Across the street is, like, oh, well, really, we mean across this large parking lot and that other field like and this development block. area that they're working yeah, Like half a block over. It's pretty far, yeah. <laughs> Six-lane highway that we are calling a street. Right. Yes. Because apparently far. that's how they roll in Madison. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're absolutely right. We're, we are on our way to take over the world. We really are. <laughs> we really are. We're on our Splendid. way. Yeah. We have an excellent start at it. Lord Robbins needs to watch out. Right? Yes. Um, right? Yeah. And, you know, last year it was really charming because they had... Um, their theme at TeslaCon was the Wild West. It was? <laughs> Which is hilarious. We're like, really? We're all like, oh, we got this. So a bunch of us headed up from here. Diana, you were there. Uh, Michelle, I was there. You were there. Yeah, Kelly. And Jim. Kelly was there, her husband Jim. So we had this little tiny enclave of people from Arizona yeah. who go to Wild WestCon, and we walk in. And I swear, I, I just I heard this noise, this jingling everywhere. Every time people would stop, would step, there'd be this jingle, jingle, jingle. I'm like, what's going on? Why does everybody jingle? <laughs> yeah, it's like that jingle. And then finally I realized that all these people who'd never actually been to the Wild West or any place in the Southwest, every one of them was wearing spurs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a right. sea of and you live That's here. Hilarious. How many times no do you see spurs, spurs throughout your day? Right. Right. Not very often. Because I, I would never wear ride a horse into here. No. The parking for that would be wretched. <laughs> right. And, and in Tombstone, even die, where you really might hard. ride a horse, right. and we go there and do events. Um, there are Tombstone. There's a Tombstone Steampunk Society, and you know, there's like a, uh, the Steampunk Challenge Parade in September um, that we a lot of us participate in. And then uh, there's Hell Dorado Days and uh, Tucson Steampunk Society. And anyone we can, like, co-opt into our Borg parade entry that we do um, goes to that. But, yeah, like, five people wear spurs in Tombstone. And they actually have horses. And everybody else is like, why would we wear spurs? It's noisy. So it was See, really now, funny. now I want to make a costume that has, like, 17 spurs on your side. Well, they're beautiful. You need it. Yeah. So for, for Cthulhu's, all of his tentacles need spurs. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> so many good ideas. You need spurs. Or bad ideas that sound good at the time. You need spurs so that cacti doesn't get in your legs. I can stick the cactus <laughs> with my spurs. Can we make him some like, armor boots Sweet that go up revenge. to his hips or something? Yeah. Right. Yes. Covered in spurs. <laughs> Spurtastic. Battle armor. Oh, like, you can be right? like... An that armored one. cactus. I can make spurious yeah. arguments. There's your next <laughs> costume. <laughs> oh, no. This is why you're Those the wrong command. <laughs> oh, my heavens. The jokes are bad, but they're free. <laughs> no, the jokes are cheesy, oh, no, they but cost. they're free. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so as you might notice, we, we enjoy having fun. Yeah, it's a big feature, right? Yes, it's rather vitally important, I do believe. Yeah, I don't think any of our groups have, like, rules, per se. I mean, I've never seen, like, a a list or a handbook that you hand out to new steampunks from any of our groups. Be respectful. We do do kind of reinforce (laughs) it. Like, we legitimately do go with the, you don't have to show up in costume because maybe you're new and you don't have a costume. Or maybe you're working on your new one and you don't have it ready yet. Or you work. Or you don't know what you want to make yet and you want to come talk to people who know how to make things. Or maybe or, you just like to chillax and look at you. Yes, or it's ridiculously hot out. Or the, the events in Tucson and you get off at 6 and you got to run all yes. the way up there. Yep. Right, or you know, sometimes you run into people also that are just like uh, passionate about making things. They're makers, but they just don't happen to be a costume type person. Right. And yes. they'll show up sometimes too, show all their amazing gadgets, but you know, not in costume. That's yes. okay. But another thing that people sometimes do in other groups, not us, is they'll, they'll say, oh, well, that thing you're wearing, it's not period. That's not Victorian. That, you, that has a zipper on it. Or something like that. And we say, pshah. 
You enjoy the thing you made, and you're sharing it with us. How could we possibly hate on that? Do you say Pasha? Yes! Time travelers! Have you said Pasha? I mean, I have definitely said Pasha. I haven't said Pasha in forever. I was compelled. But you know, it's funny, because we had one of the other groups. There was another group, and I won't mention their names, but they have somebody in their group that says, you know, they can't use a Phillips head you know, screw because they weren't invented until like 1905 or 1902. And I said, hello, we have people like Diana that have time machines. How do you know we didn't move forward in time? Go meet this guy and say, we need your Phillips head screwdrivers in the past. And I, and I don't know about you, but I live in the alternate past that I made up myself. So damn it, it can have Phillips yes. head screwdrivers that <laughs> I want it to. Yes. And it does, by the way. It does. I, I live in a steampunk world where I add things like dwarves from Mordor with killer lemons. <laughs> yes. I am literally not remotely concerned about what kind of wretched screws people use. You also didn't have walking robots either. Right. <laughs> I've known some people who left SAS because they got too picky about their Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm actually a SAS member, and, and when I joined, it was quite a long time ago, and uh, I was really excited because I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to do this whole 50s, like, the Hollywood cowboy things. That's a category, right? So I started working on those costumes, getting my, like, fancy duds, right? And then um, they came out with some new rule changes, and their new rule changes said that um, to be in that particular category, you had to have drop holsters. So I don't know if you know what a drop holster is, but it means that it's a different configuration where the gun's not on the belt part, it like hangs down. Well, my father had just spent, I don't know, 500 for a lot of money getting me a custom belt and, and holsters and gun you know, for uh, Christmas, because he was really excited about me joining to go shoot with him. At beautiful, beautiful leather work. Not drop holsters. Not drop holsters. Yeah, so here I had spent like several years working on these costumes for this, and then um, my rig didn't fit the rules, so I, I actually can't compete in that category. And I wasn't going to go, you know, drop another large, large amount of money on, uh, on uh, you know, another rig for that. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely that happens. Even in SAS that happens. And you know, we've tried in SAS for a long time to kind of have a, a steampunk category for people because you know there's wild west uh, most of my costumes are actually wild west i'm sheriff jane you know most of the time so not today i decided to go to germany as you do <clears throat> but i mean yeah as i do you know i travel right i, tra I am undercover there's a lot of there's a lot of folks that even try to say diesel punk steampunk whatever just have fun with it yeah, yeah. we don't make distinctions i think any of our no. groups no. Um, we're like, it's not like you're going to show up with like chrome and we're going to be like, oh, oh you wore chrome. Oh, oh the horror. The horror. Yeah. Shiny. Yeah. Shiny chrome. It's like a splotch. Yeah, that's the thing that's, uh, yeah, I, I'm talking about this. Uh, steampunk, diesel punk, uh, casual punk, it's not mutually exclusive. Where do you think you get the power for diesel? <laughs> <Steam>. <laughs> I, like right. I said, there's I mean, a lot I of groups that do that. I do like that on the website there's a real good definition of steampunk when we first got started. Good, yeah. We were reading definitions and finding out where, where things fit. And the website had a lot of good information there. Yeah, well, we, you know, it's it's good to have kind of little dashed lines that say this is sort of the box, and you can sort of stay inside of it. But you know, like creative writing or creative artistry, is you you start with a basis, and then you go outside the lines, and you color wherever you makes you happy. And, and you know I, I love that. If you take a highlighter to a coloring book and you just scribble all over the place, it looks great. Yeah, yeah. It looks great. <laughs> Forget the lines. Yeah, I, I'm um, I'm not a big real real person either. I'm really not. In fact, I get I that's one thing I do get a little bit offended by. Kind of if I see like articles and things that are like, ooh, the ten rules of steampunk or whatever. Yeah. It, it kind of irritates me. Um, I I have always said that I'm 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 more of a firm believer in like a set of kind of guidelines. So there's a bunch of guidelines that kind of make steampunk. And if you hit a bunch of guidelines that are in steampunk, you end up with steampunk. I mean, that's what happens. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a particular set of colors. It doesn't have to be a particular um, style of clothing or a particular kind of material or a fastener or, or whatever. I mean, you can, you can make steampunk out of just about anything, really, if you really want to. If you put your mind to it, it can happen, right? We have a lot of uh, active members that, you know, like David, he likes to dress like a cowboy and... 
I've never seen him with a ray gun or anything like that. But yeah. we're not going to say, oh, you can't be in this group. No way. Of course. Where's your he's ray gun? He's a very active member. He helps us with a lot of events. And yes. he's on the board of the Tucson Steampunk Society. <coughs> he just kind of lives in the Old West. Just honestly, like, that's his day wear. It's like old Victorian cowboy Western wear. That's his day wear. Yeah. Day wear. Another thing we, we try to, inf and, you know, to touch upon really is the the multicultural aspect of it is that the Victorian era was not just happening in England and as much as I love to wear Victorian clothing there's also you know in the Orient or in uh, you know Arizona there's Western steampunk and that's what we do with the convention is Western steampunk or we do Cthulhu steampunk and give it a horror element or in many 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 yeah. different ways right. to superhero really crossovers yeah. sci-fi crossovers She was. And then if you add into the fact that Tesla lived clear up through almost World War II. Uh -huh. Yes. yes. That's a lot of footprint. And the yes. There you go. Exactly. Sure exactly. It's true also. But yeah. that flag policy, very canny. <laughs> Right, well. and, and you know what he 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 brings up a really good point too because that's very true because we kind of generally think of steampunk as kind of like what mid eighteen hundreds to like maybe nineteen ten ish like the the Edwardian whole era, yeah. right Victorian through Edwardian even yeah but you know again these are guidelines you could be like no no my character's from eighteen thirty or you could be like you know I'm from nineteen twelve I mean you know whatever you want. Yeah. This is a guideline. It's the supposed to find themselves in between the wars. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and certainly the, between the wars and, and after the wars. Right. But, and you know, we're, we're really pre-industrial revolution in a sense. You know, no, we're, but, we're in industrial well, revolution. I mean, yes, there was going into it. Going into it. Going into it. <laughs> you know, not the mass-produced. You know. No, no, yeah. we're not mass-produced. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> because we, we saw what happened <laughs> yeah. in the mass-producing, in the, you know, stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of yes. anti-IKEA. Oh, well, you could buy things there and then completely change them to be. Yeah, I mean, if I went and got a bunch of stuff and glued it all over it and um, you know added some blinky lights, just glue some gears, painted on it, right? it, and sanded it, and dragged it behind a truck for a while, maybe. Yes. I mean, I really like the polo shirt on uh, eBay that someone literally glued gears on <laughs> and was trying to sell for like a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Because yes. they tagged it with wow. steampunk. Yes, yeah, steampunk. Oh. Steampunk tax is the enemy. Right. It's a polo shirt from Kmart. I can see the glue and the gears. I mean, if you wore that to an event and you had made that shirt yourself, I'd be like, righteous. Great steampunk polo shirt. But on eBay, I was like, what are you doing? I know how much those gears cost. <laughs> yeah, gears. You know, we really like to try to either make gears be functional or make them have the appearance of being functional. But in the end, if you stick something for decoration, that's okay too. Yes. I love making gears functional because gears is a technology. It's a it's a way to you know make mechanical action happen. And so when when gears fit together and work and all the rotation and all the you know power exchanges and planetary gears, I completely geek out. It makes him very happy. In fact, his brain breaks a little bit when he sees gears that don't actually mesh together. Oh, I've seen it. He kind of you know. Or like the spurs the on the end of the gears shutting down. square and they would destroy each other so moments. We're at a certain fitness club chain and they their their walls have gears all over them. And uh, every time we go work out there, he's always saying, those gears aren't functional. Those gears aren't functional. So go together. Because they don't have the right kind of bevel on them. A proper gear has to have some sort of bevel just so it doesn't hey, wait, wear on itself. Wait, are you saying that's well, not period? Yeah, right. Early gears were square. They weren't countermeasured. No, they, they, yeah. Well, and now we have all sorts of cool, I have soft, okay, I'm a geek. I have software that designs the gears so the gears will mesh together just right so you can pick the pitching. This is a true story. Yeah. He, yeah. he gear bought gear software gear to create gears. Yes. Yeah, awesome. yes, I love how they do like oblong gears and stuff because you can actually do neat stuff. Like Disney has a software program where right, you can back. make animals. <laughs> I know, I'm like, Get the we're water. really Get the letting them know how Steve really likes gears. Yes. Yes. Prime example. 
shiny. So if you're asking the question, what happens when we go to events? Jason, talk. Yes. <laughs> and this is what happens when we talk about gears. Because right. so, I was about to draw some scarab analogy, but then he It's was okay. I think about, we're all a little distractible. You know, it's yeah. maybe something that helps us all get along very <laughs> yeah. well, right? Right? I mean, if Excellent. you follow me around in that floor for any length of time, you will see me get lost. You know those little tethers they put on children? Oh, yeah. Mm. Just put one on me or I'll be lost, right? And this is why our meetings usually take about six hours. <laughs> shiny. Oh, shiny. Is that a scarab? Beautiful. It is shiny. I have like this whole scarab gear analogy theory. And it opens. It's perfect. Nice. Love it. Watches. I love, it. I love watches. Even though I never wear one, which is a long story. That's because I slam them against the wall. Nice it's mechanical. Watch. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, so did we have any questions? Yes. <laughs> yes. Questions are question? good. Yes. yes. Wow. Well, would you like Give us to be involved? Start coming to meetings. <laughs> you just basically log in and yeah. say, "Can I be added to the group?" Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, we, none of us have dues, right? No. 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 no there is occasionally a special indoctrinization, but it's like optional. <laughs> it involves gears, obviously. <laughs> we sit you down with Jason for tea and a discussion of gears. Yeah, you yeah, make yeah. it through that. You, you could suffer through that. You're good, yeah. yeah. Uh, how much did they we, I know last June we had one of the, the meetings in Preston. Yeah. Yes. Did anybody not get a... Out of the heat, we'd love to see you do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I should pass these out. Actually, that's really helpful. Yes. That that's really helpful. If you if you do know of venues that, that are, will happily accommodate large groups of people, um, yeah, no, that actually is really helpful because sometimes that's difficult, especially when it's in another city like that, when, it, when it's an hour or so away. It's a little more difficult for us to vet. Yes. Um, oh, right. I am, like, not the one to pass things out <laughs> for so ever many reasons. We have these lovely flyers made by the Arizona Petty Dreadfuls, another... Which is another group here yes. in Arizona. And he is, like, their erstwhile tyrant-in-chief. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not easy being a tyrant, is Darling. No, I let the Englishman pretend he's the tyrant. Oh, <laughs> they do in England, actually. Yeah. I know they, they let them pretend that they're tyrants when they have no authority. It's lovely. Well, Tyranny's better with a good accent. Right. I didn't mean to, to, to jump over here and take over. I just want to make sure everybody knew that they had a, the list of resources here and some of the groups and some of the conventions. Yeah, it's got the, the listing for the actual, so you can like find the websites and things. And also, um, the different months that there's different steampunk uh, conventions and things are listed on here, and some upcoming Arizona events. So it's, an, it's a wonderful little resource. It's beautiful. And if you want to see more steampunk stuff here next year, then definitely poke the people at PCC. Yes. And yes. tell them more steampunk stuff. So. Facebook Phoenix Comic Con yes. or email Phoenix Comic Con or contact those people in whatever way and tell them if you love steampunk and you would like to see more. Yeah. Because otherwise all they don't know. I was yes. just going to say, all of us have Facebook pages. Uh, I have a few cards on me for hours, and oh, yeah, yeah, I can either yeah. redirect or we can go online and we can tell you where they are. But they're. Right. Well, so for Arizona Steampunk Society, um, we did that because at the time when we started Arizona Steampunk Society, I mean, Facebook was pretty big, but we found that there was a lot of people that were still actually not on Facebook. And, right, and yeah. so then we went ahead and we said, well, let's go ahead and do the meetup site also. And a lot of people found us through the meetup site, and then they came over to the Facebook, a lot of them. But that was the only reason. It's really, um, it's nothing different. It's really yeah. just kind of a mirror. We try to just make sure we're, we're mirroring the events getting posted. Because meetup's a little easier to find events. Yeah, because a meetup, meetup, you can actually enforce a limit to how many people go to right. an event, and Facebook doesn't have that feature. Right. So for some things, we can only have so many people in a venue. So and, you know, it it's easy. usually things like dinners. It's usually things yeah. like dinners because uh, some, some restaurants are just really like, well, there was one that we used to really love oh, yeah. to go to in Mesa, 
they actually only had like certain rooms that you could use. So if you had the clock room, for example, it was actually a clock room, um, but it only held 25 people. That was it. Like you just couldn't physically cram. It was a tiny little room about the size of like this table up here. And you just couldn't physically cram anyone else in there. So meetup was really good for that because then that way people were actually logged in and it, it does an auto wait list. So we don't have to worry about we trying actually, to keep track of. We learned that the hard way because the, one of the last dinners we did in the clock room, um, we had you know a space for 25, 30 people, and about 65 people showed up. And so they actually just moved us into the main room. We took over almost all the main room. And they were lucky that day that they were able to move into the main room because that particular restaurant was usually full like they all were the time. Dead that night, I think. It was a yeah. Yeah. Well, they're closed yeah. now, so yeah. apparently they don't. We do that too at uh, the Pinnacle, Pinnacle Peak, Peak down in Tucson, and they haven't kicked us out or stopped us yet. So because they have a bunch of large rooms, so we just kind of give them a roundabout number, and they pick a room, and they can expand tables or move us into larger rooms as well, we show up. So the delightful thing about Pinnacle Peak is a they love us because yes. we come in costume to their Old West theme park, and we like we look like we work there. And they're like, great, now come, yeah, no, totally, you should do you should do dinner here. That we'll we'll accommodate you. And then um, the other thing is if they're like. Just bring, you know, we just need 20 people for a reservation. But we'll totally take 120 if you have them. Yes. Just let us know 24 hours in advance. So they're like, they're used to tour groups, like tour buses showing up. So that is like perfect situation for an event. Right. And we awesome. do a lot of yeah, with uh, cool. Ticket Leap, too. If it's going to be a you know, select number of people or an event that's going to cost money, the TSS will post the link for the Ticket Leap page, um, and that way we can keep track. And that's the other reason for Meetup, because we'll, if, it, if it does require some kind of fee, then we'll do Meetup. We, we occasionally would run into a restaurant that insisted that we would do some certain like kind of a caterer situation where it was like a per-person cost. And by the way, no one seems to like that, so we try to never do it. Yeah. But uh, that was the other reason for Meetup, because then if we had to collect money beforehand, then people could just pay it on, on Meetup, and we didn't have to worry about you know yeah. shuffling in, in person. Because for, for our dinners and things, you can come and show up and just have tea. <laughs> tea is perfectly, perfectly acceptable. Right, so answer. you probably don't want to pay 18 or $25 for the meal if you're just coming for you know, tea or dessert or something. Exactly. You know, probably. I don't know. But Maybe you're made of cash. The other thing, like if you are thinking about starting your own group in your own town and you're thinking about events, we learned at our last large Dickens Tea, because we do a very big event in December every year called the Dickens Tea, and um, I invite you all, because it'll be our fifth annual one, it's probably going to be like gears to the grind for this one. A new expression, <laughs> not what was going through my head. Mm. And um, but the thing is, you said gears. Yeah, I did. Last year we ran out. We like sold out of our spaces before the event started. As you do, like with concerts and movies and things, like you can run out of space. And um, I, we had some people who were sad that we'd run out, and also shocked that we'd run out. And I, didn't ne I never thought about that as an event planner that I needed to specify that we did not have a TARDIS for our event. Um, so I've yet to find a TARDIS restaurant. I'm looking for it. <laughs> and if you are running events, I encourage you to like actually state your, your cap because people um, will want to know. And, and if you're like trying to really pump your event up, in other words, sometimes it works, and yeah, they show right. up in droves sometimes. Yes. yes. It, it is one of the things when you run events that's the, always the uncertainty. is the, So, you know, you have, as on Facebook, the I'm definitely going or I might be going, and you have three times the people might be going. So your variability on your event is huge. You know, we'll, we'll have 60 people reserve, and somewhere between 20 and 70 people will show up sometimes. It's and a thing. Really no, yeah, that's too. absolutely true. Yeah. You never know. You'll have 65 people sign up, and, you know, 20 show up, or 18 show up, or you'll have 20 that signed up, and 65 show up. Or yeah. You know, you can't. Yes. Well, and that's where, the, you know, depending Definitely on Definitely coming turns into maybe coming, and not right. coming turns into I showed up at the last minute. Yeah, you don't always know. Yes. But, uh, the... As Jocelyn alluded to, if you're interested in starting a group, come talk to us. We're, we're rather friendly. 
And we do all have presences on the Facebooks. Um, TSS does have a meetup page as well as do, using um, Ticket Leap for our certain events like Dickens, which, which we have not found a TARDIS for yet. So we still cannot, you know, have the world, even though we want the world. It's hard to take over the world in that situation. <laughs> um, but we're all there, and really, like, I asked Diana and Jason for advice when I took over the Tucson Steampunk Society. It was invaluable, and they were very helpful. And now Tucson is its own going concern. We're having a fifth year of, like, I mean... Is insanity a good descriptor for the level of events Possibly. we do? Is there something more than insanity? Glorious madness? Glorious <laughs> madness. Yes. Five years of glorious madness in Tucson. And here's how well they're doing. Here's how well I, Recently, I was someplace not steampunk at all, uh, just randomly talking to somebody waiting in line. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I just was living in Tucson, and, and uh, steampunk came up. And uh, first I was... I'm always happy and delighted when someone actually knows what steampunk is when I'm randomly talking to a stranger. Uh, but I was like, oh, so, you know, how do you know about steampunk? He's like, oh, well, I, I was just living in Tucson for the last couple of years. I was like, ha Tucson Steampunk Society. This is how you know about steampunk. They're very active. Very we active. places, too. We just sort of invade. Again, like... Yeah, well, it's not somebody in party. steampunk, either. It's just someone that just yeah. knows because they run into you guys. We talk to people. We do. We're, we're like, oh, we invade your town, we're going to talk to you and give you tea. We talk to ourselves, too, but yeah. that's different. Yes. So we have, we have five minutes left, my darlings. Yes. So to go back to your question, how do you join? You say, I want to be a member on Facebook, and then you RSVP and show up to an event. Did you remember? Please do. Yeah, and and Wachuca Mountain does not have a meetup page. We just have the Wachuca Mountain page and then of course it's a lot of cross back and forth with Arizona and Tucson Steampunk Society too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we have active discussion boards for Arizona Steampunk so if you want to know how to build something, make something, modify something, fix something, get on there and we have people who know all the things. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah you can ask questions or you know it's also really fun actually to post your like if you're working on a project like your progress pictures as you go along. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's one of the fun things I have uh, coming to Phoenix Comic Con, looking around, because like up to Phoenix Comic Con, a lot of people will post the projects that they're working on for this con. And so, yeah, like yesterday, I ran into somebody who was like, oh, I was watching your progress online for the last, you know, month or two. So, yeah, post your progress, you know, and especially if you have questions or you're not sure, like, hey, should I use this glue or this glue? Or oh, especially with the glue. Weld it? Yeah. What should I we do? We have a lot of tips on the foundry as well, and then we also highlight other folks that are building things as well as cross genres. So if you're building something for, let's say, a 40K Warhammer or Avengers outfit, there's no reason why you can't use some of the same techniques and then make it a steampunk uh, costume. So yeah. I host a lot of those on the Foundry site as well. So they make amazing things with the Foundry. Yeah, amazing things. Yes. Amazing, amazing things. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Did anybody see the fashion show yesterday? Yes. Rock Monster. <laughs> <laughs> he saw it. He was in. Yeah. He kept us all in line in the back with Dee. <laughs> the guy that won the masquerade at Wild West Con was Mermaid Hunter. Oh, yeah, um, he got third place. That was, right? was that Gilbert again? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Third place last time. Do, do you remember the diving suit? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the, that was him? That was him, yeah. That was John, yeah. So John yeah. did the diving suit, and Gilbert and Gabriel yep. did their, like, mermaid Mermaid There's uh, one of his friends that they worked together on that, that suit that they did. They also did Slimer that was in the masquerade last yeah. night. They did Slimer a couple years ago inside. Yep. Yeah, and, and Frankenstein, yeah. too. But yeah. they're all, we've, we've, uh, Harangue them. They're in Tucson. They're brothers. Um, we call them the Brothers E because because we can and because they let us. They're sort of like, okay, you crazy steampunks, all right. But they make amazing things and they also run workshops and they have a group called Tinker cosplay just tinker not an extra uh which is important because we have the steampunk tinkerers and the reason we have the extra uh is because someone named madame askew thought that was extra funny and no one was around to stop it's her. delightful <laughs> yeah, it's, 
delightful. I'm like, extra air. It's just funnier. Tinker Earth. Well, we, when, we, when we made the Arizona Steampunk Society, we didn't think about acronyms. Oh. Because <laughs> the er is human. To er is human. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I never think about the acronym. I know, right? No, apparently I didn't either. Yeah. People okay. don't say A for Arizona, they say AZ. Yeah, so right, well, we hope so. <laughs> it's a joke, it's a running joke. We yes, we absolutely. Joke. It's a running joke. We always Okay, so we have a one moment to, to Hey, you're members. Are you raising your pay with a question, dear sir? Or are you just raising well, your pay? Did anyone else have okay. other questions? Because you're delightful. Yes, well. I like his pit like, that wasn't I my know, right? pit helmets, yeah. um, So, yes, I, I think we have to wrap up. But nice. If you didn't get anything or if you have any questions, I do have a few cards on me for our stuff that we have, and there are some if you didn't get a postcard for up front. But, again, we're all online. There's plenty yes, of Facebook sites. So ribbons up here by all means. Badges. Yes. If you have a question about one or the other and you don't remember who it was that said it, we'll push you over to that direction. Yeah, so. and feel free to stop us if you see us out and about and yes, you would yes. like to ask a question. Yes. Thank you and so thank much. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you so much for coming. Are you going to the concert? They postponed it. They postponed it, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.